Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Hey, this is John C. John, pastor of Tana Creek Community Church, Mumbai, India. It is indeed a blessed privilege to be preaching with God's word, the Bible, as my foundation. I want to thank you for tuning in. I believe that you will never be the same again as you hear the message and allow God to impact you. Welcome back to the series Sin, Sinner and Savior. This is the sixth part in the series. I have titled it as God Abandoned Them. God Abandoned Them. Whom did God abandon? Why did God abandon? We will study all about that. The passage for our present study is from Romans 1, 18-32. And let me read that passage for our better understanding. Romans 1, 18-32 But God shows His anger from heaven against all sinful, wicked people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. They know the truth about God because He has made it obvious to them. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see His invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. Yes, they knew God, but they would not worship Him as God or even give Him thanks. And they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused. Claiming to be wise, they instead became utter fools, and instead of worshipping the glorious, ever-living God, they worshipped idols made to look like mere people and birds and animals and reptiles. So God abandoned them to do whatever shameful things their hearts desired. As a result, they did wild and degrading things with each other's bodies. They traded the truth about God for a lie. So they worshipped and served the things God created instead of the Creator Himself who is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. That is why God abandoned them to their shameful desires. Even the women turned against the natural way to have sex and instead indulged in sex with each other. And the men, instead of having normal sexual relations with women, burned with lust for each other. Men did shameful things with other men. And as a result of this sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty they deserved. Since they thought it foolish to acknowledge God, he abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do things that should never be done. Their lives became full of every kind of wickedness, sin, greed, hate, envy, murder, quarreling, deception, malicious behavior and gossip. They are backstabbers, haters of God, insolent, proud and boastful. They invent new ways of sinning and they disobey their parents. They refuse to understand, break their promises, are heartless and have no mercy. They know God's justice requires that those who do these things deserve to die, yet they do them anyway. Worse yet, 
they encourage others to do them too from this passage we have understood to at least some extent why god abandoned people there are three points and i will go through the three points that i have derived from this passage and we will try to study god's word together people continued in sin the amount of wickedness began to increase man kept inventing new ways to sin god cannot tolerate sin god loves us but the increase in sin and lustful desire to live in sin made god angry god's wrath could not be controlled since man did not desire to turn to god and his holiness god decided to let people indulge in all kinds of sin god gave up man into the hands of sin man did not realize that god has given up on the wickedness of mankind he thinks no one is questioning them in spite of the increase in wickedness and the lustful desires to get involved in sin no man feels he has complete freedom his freedom to sin the freedom to sin is now binding every person to their sins they have become slaves to sin now all they want to do is swim and bathe in sin god abandoned them to sin because they wanted to indulge in sin one thing that we realize is that man took pleasure in sinning man took great joy he was he was so happy in doing sin from our passage we also read and we understood that man also was inventing new ways to sin because the older way of sinning he maybe he felt it boring maybe it was outdated just like how our mobile and other gadgets update the software low time and again i think man began to realize the old way of sinning is outdated so he began to update himself find new ways to sin what do you expect god to do do you expect god to sit in heaven look down with folded hands and do nothing to stand there to see what people are doing no god created us and obviously god would be heard by how we respond back to god if we don't respond in the way god expects us to respond god will be heard it is it is a very clear fact when man is continuing in sin what should god do god loves us god wants the best for us but when we go against god what should god do i'm glad that you and i we are not god if we were god we would have really handled the whole situation in a very different manner and destroyed everything i'm grateful and thankful that god is god and i am not god neither are you a god but let me throw an example into the situation for us to understand and husband and wife they have a a child and they're so happy they bring up their child in in the best way they can they provide everything for the child they love the child and they play with the child and they are dreaming about this child that one day the child will grow up and make them proud at the same time the child will grow up and become successful as the child grows older and no, older the parents are happy but one day the child will no more be a child the child will become an adult he or she 
and this child who's now an adult will look at the parents and say hi guys thank you so much for investing in my life i love you so much you're amazing but now i am able to decide for myself and please give me the freedom don't poke your nose into my business let me do it my way let me do it my way Instantly, the parents would be happy to know that the child is able to decide, or this uh, you know, this young man or young woman is able to decide for himself or herself. They're happy. Oh wow, our baby's grown up. But very soon, when this grown up baby or this young you know uh, son or daughter of uh, theirs begin to go in a direction that's not accepted by the family they would ask questions why do you do this way and the, and and their you know son and daughter would say no no don't question us now i know what to do and very soon their son or daughter would go in a direction that's unacceptable by the family and have heard it again and again whenever children go to an extent that is against the 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 family desires or family tradition or, or or anything against the family finally the father and mother will tell the child when it goes beyond their bearable their tolerance they will look at the child and say i think uh, you can go ahead let's not have anything to do between ourselves you go out or you leave the house or or anything like that because the parent is not oh, not able to tolerate when uh, you know when the parents who have only given birth to their child has so much of authority over the children and can say you have nothing in our family get out how much more will god be heard who created us not just no just randomly but very wonderfully very beautifully took interest in us loved us and created us and is expecting something good from us but we turn back on god we begin to do things against god's interest and god's desire what do you expect god to do to sit in heaven with folded hands and just keep watching us no no if you really want to continue in sin and if that is what your heart is desiring though god does not like to do it he will just let you go and get involved in what you want that is where your heart is that's where your mind is that is what you want to do whether it's good or bad you're persisting in doing something wrong and you are not listening to the warning god is giving what do you expect god to do he will just let you go into it go and find out for yourself the consequences of the mistakes you make i have a very good example that i could bring up here when i was a young boy there was a you know a lantern in our home a lantern that is you know uh, uh, that uses kerosene uh, to burn and you put a small wick inside a cotton wick and uh, and you light the fire on the wick and the wick is you now dipped in kerosene and uh, it's it's in a nice beautiful lantern i i hope uh, today's generation will understand what is a lantern uh, and uh, and so we had one of these lanterns in our home and it looked so beautiful and the fire that was burning inside this you know, this glass cage uh, on that was on the lantern looked so attractive and as a young boy very very young maybe just crawling around i wanted to touch this glass and you would understand that this glass is very hot now and for a baby to touch it would burn the hand of a child and so i kept on insisting to touch this and my parents kept you know uh, kept me away from it so that i will not hurt myself 
but since i was insisting on touching it i was maybe crying or i was trying to pull myself towards it my father said to my mom let him touch it so that he will learn for himself you know what pain it can cause because he's insisting on touching it so it was painful for my mother to do it but she let me go and touch it and i touched it and my and they said my my, my hand you know responded with uh, you know with with great pain i i was in great pain i touched it maybe i, I don't know how, what happened but it really caused damage to my fingers but from then i have never ever desired to touch it or desire i don't have any desires to touch it that's exactly what i believe god the father is trying to tell us you want to go do it go and learn it for yourself how hot the fire is and let me get into three points that i have developed from the passage we have read from verse 24 you get the first point god abandoned them to do whatever shameful things their hearts desired The first point is lust of the heart. Whatever their heart desired. They worshiped animals, birds, reptiles, man-made gods, and even human beings and abandoned the worship of one true living God. So God abandoned them to do shameful stuff, degrading stuff, and get involved in wild behavior that their hearts desired. Hearts desired. Heart is a seat of emotions. worship is also full of emotions even today no matter from which faith or which religion you come wherever there is worship you will always notice that that worship is full of emotions either laughing or crying or dancing or you know moving around but worship that i have noticed is full of emotions it was for emotional satisfaction i begin to realize that worship is for emotional satisfaction are you happy about the worship are you satisfied it is for your emotional satisfaction people included everything that was satisfying their emotions whether it's heavy music soft music or jumping around or decorating the area whatever soothed their emotions they kept involving in it they kept including whatever satisfied their emotions the true living god was not their focus they worshiped everything their hearts found pleasure they have their heart to worship the gods they created they happily embrace lie and abandon truth when we keep believing in a lie very soon that lie will become truth for us the bible says that they exchanged the truth of god for the lie this is the ability of satan it is one of his highest degrees that he confers on his followers even today lie is glorified everywhere in my last few years of of listening to different talks and having conversations with very knowledgeable people i have learned a few things lie is no more a lie but today lie is known as lesser degree of truth and so lie have different colors there is white lies gray lies black lies and red lies lust of heart the heart is ready to sell truth and buy lie and that lie has become the basis of their worship and who's responsible obviously satan but even man is responsible because he is allowing himself to be driven by the lust of his heart he no more knows he no more cares who is worshiping whatever his heart is is leading him to do he is doing lust of heart 
My second point is lust of flesh. Read verse 26. God abandoned them to the shameful desires. The shameful desires are born out of the desires of flesh. That's why my second point is called as lust of flesh. Because man became extremely wild in his passion of worshipping everything other than the one true living God. God abandoned them to fulfill shameful desires. Man became passionate about sensual desires. Sex is a gift of God. Sex is strictly forbidden for an unmarried man or an unmarried woman. You are not the product of some technology or invention that can or must be tried or tested or driven before being bought or owned. For that matter, you are not a product at all. You are the most beautiful and you are the crown of God's creation. You were created and not discovered or invented. You are the image and likeness of the Holy God. But you are not God. We were created to be the joy of the Lord. We were created because of the outcome of God's love. But what have we done? We have converted that love of God that we have received from God into fleshly desires. We see that in the desire man has for sex. He's passionate, he's drawn, his mind is always around that one factor. Sex is glorified. Even the clothing industry is fashioned in a manner to create hidden sensual desires in the hearts of the people. Now to dress means to attract. It is no more dressing beautifully. There is a, a, a person in the Bible by the name Moses. Moses goes up the mountain to spend some time with God. When he comes down and meets people, the people are not able to look, look him at his face. Why? Because his face is radiating with glory and brightness. Whose glory is Moses radiating? He's radiating the glory of God because he spent time with God. And so when people could not look at his face and talk to him, he had to cover his face so others will not be blinded and others will be able to talk to him. I pray similarly that your body begins to radiate the glory of God, that you're forced to cover yourselves so that others won't be hurt by it. Rather than revealing your skin to create lustful desires among people, I pray that you would utilize your life to be a blessing for others. I believe clothes were made in way to make us look different from our Stone Age fathers. I do not understand the present-day clothing because the present-day clothing is very much similar to the Stone Age clothing but far more expensive. People are driven by wild passions. Men attracted to men and similarly women attracted to women. Now in most places this is legitimate. Gay and lesbians legitimate and there are even Christians or so-called people who believe in Jesus Christ who call this as legitimate. How can you? This is not some problem in their mind or some dysfunction or some disability in their emotions. No! God has abandoned you to, to be like that. You don't realize it my friend. Actually, God has abandoned us to swim in this filth. That is why it has become legitimate. The next thing I want to say may be disgusting for some of you. Because God has abandoned you to do it. You know what is that? Sex with animals. Some of them do it. The Bible calls all these as burning with lust of the flesh. My. My third point is from verse 28. 
God abandoned them to that foolish thinking. This is mind, lust of the mind. My third point, lust of the mind. The knowledge of God leads to wisdom from God. Man did not like to have more knowledge of God. Since man began to worship anything and everything except the one true God, they began to acquire knowledge of everything except the living God. The fear of God is the beginning of knowledge. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7. But what do fools do? They despise it. They despise the knowledge of God. And because they are not able to get more and more knowledge of God, they are not able to understand the wisdom of God. The more you know God, the more time you spend with God. And the more time you spend with God, you begin to have a respect for God. And the Bible says that respect is called fear of God. And that allows you to have more wisdom because wisdom comes from God. But Men and women today do not want anything to do with God. And that's why the Bible well before, well before this generation came, the Bible calls all those who despise God as fools. They did not want to include God in any of their life situation. With puffed up knowledge, they think they are God because they know everything on earth. They think they are God. And now man has the capacity to travel into space and go to other planets. And they think they are God now. Actually, the true living God was not their priority. With all the knowledge man attained, he became more and more proud. For many, too much knowledge has led them to pride. Instead of God has, God is, God can, God will, it is now I have, I am, I can, I will. My friends, I truly believe knowledge needs wisdom. You may have a lot of knowledge, but only wisdom knows how to handle knowledge and wisdom comes from God. If you read James chapter 1, it clearly says, If any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, because God is the source of wisdom. But man does not want God in the picture. Therefore, the knowledge he has acquired is not benefiting him. He begins to gather all kinds of knowledge. Foolishness is the prime knowledge he is gathering. When our minds are not filled with the knowledge of God, we begin to do things that are even below human standards, let alone God's standards. Because we despise God, foolishness begins to take shape in our minds. In such a state, man begins to do everything that is against God and His holiness. Mind is lusting for more knowledge. That is more knowledge of sin. Everything Thing that man thinks and plans is evil continually. If you read Genesis chapter 6 verses 5, it says very clearly, every thought of man, every plan of man is evil continually. They began to live a life below the high standards God has set. Man is ready to sacrifice and save money to know more about the creation, yet he is not able to find time to know the one who created him and the one who created the whole creation. Why is it like that? Because every intent of his heart is evil. Every desire of his heart is evil. Every plan of his heart is evil. There are two stories in the Bible that I would like to bring into our study today for us to better understand why God abandons them, who and why. The first is the story of King Nebuchadnezzar of uh, Babylon. King Nebuchadnezzar is a rich king is a powerful, able king. He builds 
wonderful things in his kingdom and one of the most beautiful thing he created was his palace one day while he was walking on the terrace of his palace he looked around and he was he was so happy that he built a beautiful amazing palace and pride began to develop in him and he said i did it i did it the very moment pride came into him god struck him he lived like an animal for the next many years he went into the field and began to eat grass like other animals he could not come back to his palace or come back to his room every evening to sleep he slept there in the wild with the danger around his position of a king was lost he became an animal but sometime later he realized his mistake god restored everything back to him he came back as a king he realized and he said the god that i have understood now is a real god nobody is powerful than that god the god of israel the god of david the god of daniel the god of shadrach meshach abednego the god of abraham your god my god king nebuchadnezzar realized because of how god you know sent him through his own foolishness he realized he was foolish and god is wise and god is god he is not god you see he had to go through that situation to come to his senses there's another story about a young boy in the new testament that jesus utilizes as an example as a parable the parable or the story of a prodigal son this son is the second son of a very rich ruler one day he tells his father dad i want my share of inheritance and i want to go far away from you and live my life in the way i think is good and the father was a good father maybe he tried stopping his son from going but the son was adamant just like how we are learning now we are adamant in doing what our heart wants to do and so the father gave in he gave half of his uh, property to the son the son took everything all the money all the wealth sold all the property even collected that money and he went to a very far away country he lived there lavishly without wisdom of god he gathered all the friends and knowledge he could acquire from that country but he forgot god very soon all the wealth diminished he ran from pillar to post for even one meal of a day but no one fed him he was finally working in a pig farm the bible records it this way he was so hungry that he wanted to eat the food that was given to the pigs but even that was not given to him then he came to his senses and he thought in his mind the servants in my home in my father's house in my home are able to eat meal throughout the day without any problem and see by condition he came to his senses when he was drowning in dirt god allows us to go through that though i would say sometimes god just abandons you when god realizes you will never come back you will never change your ways and that's exactly happening in today's world you look around i sometimes or i strongly believe that god has abandoned why god has abandoned people to get involved in sin not that god has abandoned you to go to hell no because you and i or those who are involved in sinning those hearts and minds are filled with evil and sin god has abandoned you go and sin that's why you see but a husband killing wives wives killing husbands parents against children children, uh, children against parents you know a case in, in the us that we just recently witnessed a police officer showing racism 
another case in India where a husband kills his wife with the help of a snake. So much of chaos around. What do you think God is doing? Can't God stop all of this? You and I are hurt. How much more is God hurt? Why can't God stop all of this? And another news about a few people killing uh, a pregnant elephant in down south of India. Why is it? Why all these are happening? God has abandoned those wicked people to go and do as much as wickedness they want. Because God is waiting for your wickedness to reach up to him. One day God will come. One day God will come and question you for the life he gave you and me. The Bible tells us that we are to worship God with all our heart and with all our soul and with all our mind and with all our strength. But man's focus was not on the one true God. He got carried away by the lie the devil gave in exchange for the truth of God because of all of these things. Romans 1.18, it records it like this. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and all wickedness. The wrath of God, which means the ultimate anger of God is revealed. My prayer is that for us to escape the wrath of God is to come to God and accept that we are sinners and ask God to renew us, cleanse us and make us a person he wants us to be. The only way for us to get ourselves saved from this situation is accept that we are sinners and ask the Savior to save us. Plead and tell the Lord, I am sorry. We stand just before God, we stand righteous before God, not because of our efforts, because of Jesus Christ's efforts, of what he done, what he has done for us on the cross. All that we do is full of sin. There's nothing good in us. The only thing we can do is, God, I am sorry. When you do that, God will never abandon you into sin, but God will work through your life so that you can live a victorious Christian life, a victorious God life, a victorious Jesus life. May the Lord richly bless you as you make decisions now and as you continue to listen to other podcasts.